Hello and welcome back to the third episode of At Night with Vaughn. Tonight I interview Brad from New Hampshire, northeast of America, and he has some crazy stories to tell us, along with me also sharing some of the smaller stories that I couldn't exactly make into an episode either. So I really hope you enjoy this one. Some of them are quite freaky. Remember we are on all the platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, new podcasts come out every Monday and it then follows every Friday on YouTube. Enjoy. When I was a bit younger, in my 20s, I would always get this sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. In a sense, but it was it felt a bit different than normal sleep paralysis because I've had sleep paralysis several times. And this one particular time that seemed very weird to me was when I felt this immense pressure on my hands, kind of like holding me down. And this, I don't know how to describe it. This thing was standing over me. Right. It it had this immense aura of just, just it like this bad feeling, and it really just it scared the shit out of me. Honestly, I'll tell you that. But I I felt very scared, and I I didn't know what to do. Like I had no idea what to do in that moment, and then it just. Like that, it just, it just disappeared, and I, even to this day, don't even know what happened. Don't don't know what it was, and uh, still get <clears throat> the shivers whenever I think about it. <laughs> so was it like the, was it like, was it kind of like the first thing that I described in the first episode that I did on the show, where it was like the outline of like a person, but they were they were like featureless. They were just like dark. It was just the shadow. So, in a sense, yeah, it was this just this outline of this. I don't even know. It didn't even. It didn't seem like a person to me, but it could have been. So just like a dark I, shape. It was yeah. It was just this dark shape standing, standing over me, like standing on my bed, standing over me, looking oh. at me. So that like I mean I've had a few like that but like this that was that freaked me the fuck out. Sorry, I shouldn't swear. <laughs> Sorry, right, I can mark it as explicit. But <clears throat> that's the thing with me as well because obviously sleep paralysis is like such a well-known thing now where people you know they they say that it's caused because when you're asleep, your body releases chemicals that basically make your body rigid, and that's to stop you from like hurting yourself in your sleep. So sleep paralysis is basically like when your <clears throat> brain wakes up before your body's had a chance to like flush out the chemicals that keep your body rigid. So you're basically conscious and like stuck in your body, and that's like when people like claim to like see things or like the the weirdest thing is a lot of people claim to see like old women for some bizarre reason or they say like it feels like someone's like sitting on their chest yeah um 
my my little brother in the the apartment I'm in right now. The first night he, because he used to like live here, the oh. first night he stayed here, he got sleep paralysis for the first time in his life, and he's seen an old woman in the corner of the room just staring at him. But but like when it used to happen to me, I wasn't even asleep yet. If you know what I mean, like most people fall asleep, then it happens. For me, I was like wide awake, and it would just happen while I'm conscious. <clears throat> and then obviously, obviously you're saying like you've had sleep paralysis before, and it didn't feel like that. So you can kind of tell the difference. And I think like these little experiences, um, a lot of people call them like shadow people. <clears throat> Um, they're usually like really very tall, lanky, or like sometimes appear as like the figure of a person or like a shape. But it's definitely freaky for sure. So, did that happen like more than once? Was it like sort of a regular thing, or not with that same entity in a sense? Um, it's been multiple. Like I've had instances where the thing i described to you on discord mm -hmm. um I, I still don't know what that was um so that night i was i went to bed normal i fell asleep fine but then all of a sudden i woke up i could move and i was like oh okay and then all of a sudden once again i felt this pressure and i could not move and i was just like oh my god what's going on and then all of a sudden I just hear this screeching little girl noise going like, help me, help me. And then this thing appeared in front of me from what I described. It was like this little girl, very pale, hollow black eyes. Oh. Her, her hair was pitch black. She had like razor sharp nails, long, like bony fingers she had a little dress on it was very ripped up very tattered like it was very dirty and i personally had no idea what the fuck was happening and all i could say all i could get out was no leave me alone and i repeated that several times until it just went away <clears throat> And you were able to actually speak out loud to it. I was. So that's why I didn't think in that instance it was sleep paralysis because I could Yeah. You can't beforehand. You... So this this thing was holding me down and putting that much pressure on me that I couldn't move. And the fact that you got like so much details, like the dress, the fingers, could... the nails. Her... Her face is still in my head. Like I can't get it out. <clears throat> like, I just I I'm just picturing like that girl that crawled out the well in the ring. <laughs> oh my god, no, it, it, creepier than that. Creepier? <laughs> she was already creepy. <laughs> creepier than that, I'm <clears throat> not kidding. Like, I, I'll take the ring girl over her. But like, was this all happening in like the same property or was like these, did these incidents happen? Yeah. Did you ever look in to see if like something had happened there in the past or? I never thought to do that, to be honest. <clears throat> I always thought these were all just weird, random events. And did anything happen, like, not just in your room and this, like, sort of paralysis that always came with these things that would show up during the night? Did other things happen, like, 
Maybe stuff would move in the house, or just other weird things. So speaking of that, every night, my closet would shake. You know how you go to open your closet door, and mm -hmm. it would rattle a little bit? Mm -hmm. It was like that. I had a ceiling fan, but it did not have enough power to move my doors, because they were, they were like bay doors, where they would open and close. They wouldn't, they're not sliding doors. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I would hear this every night. It would just be a little rattle, like, duh, 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 Every night. <clears throat> the same used to happen to me when I was talking about that dark thing that followed me since like a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I didn't actually put this in the episode because I forgot about it. There was one night um, when I was at university and I was sitting on the floor um, doing some homework and my little brother kept coming in and out my room, in and out, in and out, and asking me questions and I was like, Please, you're annoying me. I need to concentrate. Like, I need to get this work done. And then about five minutes later, I heard, it felt like someone, like, tapped me on the shoulder and I actually looked up and I screamed, What do you want? And, like, there was no one there. Oh, my God. He'd actually, like, went out with his friends and my dad came upstairs and he's like, What are you screaming at? And I was like, Is Craig here? It's my brother's name. And he was like, No, he went out with his friends, like, half an hour ago. And I was like, Oh, right. I was like, it's just because someone tapped him on the shoulder and he's been bugging me all night, so I just assumed it was him. And he's like, no, he's away out with his friends. And he was like, can you stop shouting? Your mum's trying to sleep. And I was like, um, okay. Oh, my God. <clears throat> but there would be nights, like, I used to have this set of drawers next to, like, my TV unit. And I would hear, like, this, like, like, little rocking noise. And I would pause the TV or the DVD, whatever I was watching. And it would like stop and I'd be like what is that noise and I was thinking is it maybe someone in the movie or like is it coming from the TV so I'd like play the TV again and I would just hear like this slight little like rocking noise like something's like going back and forward on the wood and I was like well the only thing's wooden in here are my TV unit the desk and like the drawers that I keep all my clothes in <clears throat> and this would go on for like days and days and there was one night I was like do you know what, when the next time I hear it I'm not going to pause anything, I'm just going to look and it started this this one night when I was watching the TV and I could hear like the rocking back and forward and I was like okay, just so I was like looking around the room and it was like one of my aftershave bottles on top of the drawer was literally just going back and forward, back and forward, back and forward and I was like oh my god like, I can see it now. I can actually see what it is now. And it totally freaked me out. And I ended up taking them off the top of the drawer and, like, putting them in the drawers amongst the clothes so they couldn't make any noise because they were just freaking me out. Oh, my God. And it's like my mum used to always say to me, she's like, how come every house we go to is haunted? She's like, they can't all be haunted. And I'm like, I don't think they are, Mama. I was like, I think they're they're just following me. <laughs> it's like, I think I'm haunted, not the house. You see, I think that's what happens in my case as well. Because ever since I lived at my parents' house, all of that stuff has happened. There's been a lot of stuff that's happened at my parents' house. But ever since I moved out and I moved into the apartment that I'm in now, the stuff still happens. 
in your apartment or your parents' house? My 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 apartment. Oh yeah, so and your parents are fine now. They don't get like nothing happens at that house anymore. I've even asked my sister because she lives in the basement where I used to live, and I'm like, "Do you get anything weird down there?" And she's like, "No, nothing at all." Yes, yeah, so they followed you. <laughs> so I guess I'm more susceptible to this kind of thing. I guess is if you want to call it that. <clears throat> Yeah, I've said that before, like, if, if someone is, like, so closed off to the idea that there are things out there that you can't see, and I absolutely hate when, because my gran used to always say to me growing up, because, like, whenever I used to stay with her, I'd always hear, like, tapping on the wall, or, like, something would be, like, tapping the radiator, and I, I used to always sometimes get so scared, because the radiator was next to, like, the bedroom door, so their house was strange. They had, like, two bedrooms upstairs, a bathroom, and their bedroom was actually downstairs at the back of the house. I don't know why they didn't sleep upstairs, but theirs was downstairs. And I would, like, hear, like, this tapping, or, like, someone was, like, rattling their fingers on the wall or, like, the radiator. And because the radiator was, like, right at the door, I'd always be so scared to get up and, like, go out the door in case it was like standing at the door right right but um <clears throat> her house was really strange because even she used to say that when you went into the cupboard below the stairs you could always smell like cigars uh -huh. and no one smoked cigars and apparently the person that had the house before her like smoked cigars Fuck. but um <clears throat> As I was saying, I think if you're like so closed off to this, it, you just don't like pick up on it and you don't notice it. And my gran used to always say to me, because I'd end up like sleeping on the floor at the bottom of their bed, because I couldn't like stay upstairs by myself. Right. She'd be like, she says, what's there during the day is there during the night. Nothing can hurt you at night. Like if it's, if you can't see it during the day, it's not going to be there at night. And I'm like, that's where you're so wrong, gran. You're so wrong. Like doesn't have to be there during the day and they can hurt you just because you can't see them I was like they can do some some damage right so I also I do believe some people are more like susceptible to these kinds of things like more people are spiritually sensitive or supernaturally sensitive <laughs> to where these things notice that you are Yep. And they they kind of cling to you or they reach out to you more. <laughs> well, the way pick I... You, or pick on you and feed off you more. Yeah, the way I... The way I described it, um, I've heard lots of people say this, it's, it's like, in the spirit realm, it's like, if they know you can hear them, it's like a light bulb in a dark room and they just all, like, rush in. Because if they've all got something to, to try and say... Um, but I was going to ask you, have you ever had, like, any sort of, like, psychic experiences? Ah, uh, I can't say I have, to be honest. No, I don't think so. Because I've had not quite... That I, not that I can recall, <clears throat> anyway. I, I, I don't personally know. Because <clears throat> most people I've that... A lot of weird experiences, but nothing psychic related yeah because most people that can pick up on like spirits and that normally have like some sort of like psychic ability or gift i mean um, i don't know if this is 
a psychic thing or not, but I do get weird deja vu a lot because I will see something in a dream and then it happens in reality. It might not be the day after, but it'll be like two days after or a week after. Yeah, you know, so that's that's it's actually like little moments like where I grab a certain marker in a certain place or I go and look for something in the cabinet. It's like it's that to me is what maybe I'm not entirely sure, but it, it's a possibility. <clears throat> well, ever since I was younger, I've had weird psychic things. Um, Probably the the one story that made my mum start to believe all the stuff I was telling her, because even as a kid she never believed that um, I could hear people in my room at night and stuff like that, or see things. <clears throat> but I remember one day I was just like lying in my bed, and I just like had this vision. It was like, and I still remember it so clearly, it was like, do you know you get those really old-fashioned globes that are made out of brass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So in this vision that I had, it was like the, it was like it was all black, and then in the middle of like the center of my vision was this like old-fashioned brass globe. And then next minute, a hand started to turn it, and he was like spinning it really fast to the point where you couldn't even make out the countries. It was just spinning really, really fast. And then all of a sudden, the finger just points, and it comes to a dead stop. It doesn't even like slow down. It just like instantly stops and his fingers pointing at India oh. and then next minute I see lots of dark clouds and water and I instantly knew that there's something involving a lot of water was going to happen to India I, I don't ask me how I knew it I just like it's I just knew and so I went downstairs to my mum and I was like I've just had the weirdest thing happen to me in my room she's like what is it and I was like I think there's going to be a huge natural disaster in India involving water. And she's like, what are you talking about? Don't be silly. She's like, how could you know that? And I was like, I don't know. I just like, somebody just showed me it, whatever. I don't know how it happened. And then literally a week later, I'm not even kidding. It might have only been about five days, maybe not even as much as a week. Do you remember that tsunami that hit India? Vaguely. The one that they made the movie about called The Impossible. Oh, yeah, yeah. That happened. Oh my god. And like my mum's jaw hit the ground and she went, you told me that last week, didn't you? And I was like, yes. And that's when wow. she kind of started to think like, oh my goodness, maybe he's on to someone here. Like, how could he have known that? It was like a phenomenon that nobody could control. I wonder if something <laughs> was warning you about it. I don't know. Or... That's wild. <clears throat> I, I... I... It is, it's strange. And then... <clears throat> I remember I was talking to my friend last night because she was listening to the podcast and she's like, oh my god, she says, I used to remember all the freaky things that would happen when I was with you. And I was like, what can you remember? And she's like... She's like, I remember we were in like the supermarket one day and we were like buying some something to drink for the weekend. She's like, and you just turned to me and out of the blue you said, if this breaks, I'm not buying it. And she's, she was like, why are you telling me that? I was like, I don't know, it just popped into my mind. So we got to the checkout and the woman that was actually serving us dropped the bottle and smashed it. 
Oh my god, what? And my friend just looked at me and she went, you freaky bastard. And the woman was like, don't worry, we'll get you another one. That was my fault. You won't have to pay for it. And she was like, she's like, I can't believe you just said that. Like, in the aisle. And the woman dropped it. And then this... <clears throat> and then the same girl, we were walking through the shopping centre. And it's, it's so hard to describe. It was like... Do you know like when you're at like a party or something like the whole mood changes because maybe like two people have argued or got into a fight or something it's like the atmosphere just yeah, becomes yeah. He becomes heavier yes so we were walking through the shopping center one day and we were on our way to go and get something to eat <clears throat> and it was just like the whole air round about and we just got tighter and i just got this horrible like sick feeling in my stomach and i just stopped walking and she was like what's up and I was like, something's changed. I was like, something has disrupted, like, the atmosphere. I was like, something bad's going to happen. I was like, I can just feel it. I was like, something's changed. It's not light anymore. It's heavy. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't know. I said, just, I just feel like something bad's going to happen, like, really soon. And so we ended up just going to McDonald's. Never thought any more of it. <clears throat> and I woke up the next morning... I had to have like five missed calls, texts calling me a freaky bastard again. <laughs> um, I was to, I was to watch the news, and apparent it was um, I don't know if you remember because obviously I'm in the UK, but the London Underground system got bombed that day by terrorists. Oh um, so she was kind of shocked about that as well. What the? So I think you definitely have some sort of like premonitions in a sense. Yeah, I'm like one of the charmed ones. <laughs> like that's what that's what that is. That's all premonition. That's <clears throat> you get a warning about something bad about to happen before it happens. Do you want to know the weirdest one? And this yeah. also, this also shocked my mother. So this was a dream. It wasn't like like the one with the tsunami where it just like came into my mind. I was like, I was actually sleeping this time, and I had this as like a dream. And it's kind of like when you play a computer game and you're the character, and you can just you've got like their field of vision. You can see their hands and everything, but you can't see like the face, whatever. So it's like third person, first person, sort of that first sort of view. Yeah. And it was this woman with, like, blonde hair, and she was quite young, and they were arguing and fighting with each other. And so I assumed, like, I was, like, her partner, like, her boyfriend or something. And then the fight got completely out of hand. And the strange thing is, do you know those little sets that you get for, like, an open fire, and it's got, like, a little brush or, like, a shovel... Um, the poker to like poke the coals so they had one of those and he took like the one that was like the poker and he like started like really laying into her with this metal poker oh. and then in my dream he took her and he put her body in the back of his white car I didn't know what kind of car it was I just knew it was white um, it was like an apartment building and in the background you could see like cranes because they were building new apartments and there was like a sort of like 
big dirt pile and a river with trees and he actually didn't take the body very far and it's like he rolled it down the embankment knowing that when they were like digging up all the dirt she was just going to completely vanish under like the foundations like all these houses they were building um, and the next part of the dream was basically he had his hands in front of his face because like there was like four or five people hitting him and he was trying to defend himself <clears throat> um, and they were like we know you did it where is she where is she like what have you done with her and they were all attacking her um, and then I woke up and I told my mum she's like oh it was just a dream like you've been watching too many movies like just forget about it and I actually did forget about it <clears throat> until like it came on the news <laughs> oh, no. so it turned out <clears throat> and I actually googled this and showed someone um, because the guy kind of fled to Spain to try and get away with it um, so it turned out to be her son and she was a mum um, the news reporter was standing outside the building and I instantly recognised that that's what reminded me of the dream I was like I've seen that building before and it had like the big six foot privacy fences and I was like that's that dream I had about the murder my mum's like what dream I was like the one I had like about a month ago I was like the one where he put her body in the back of his white car and he just like took her like two three miles down the road and just like dumped her at like a building site she's like oh, i remember you telling me about that and then the weird thing was i said see if the cameraman turns to the left i says you'll see all the new flats are building all the new apartments and you'll see the big cranes that lift the metal and everything i was like and his car should be there as well unless the police have taken it and the reporter was going on about the story she was like, they found traces of blood in the boot of his car. He had like a white whatever it was. And then she like walked to the left. And then you seen like what I described, the buildings and like the, the giant cranes wow. and like all the dirt. <clears throat> and my mum was like, do you need to phone someone? I was like, I don't know. They'd think I was crazy. Like, how can I phone up and say I kind of know where she is? They'd think I was part of it. And that, that happened in Edinburgh. Um, and he was actually found not guilty for some bizarre reason. The trial went on for like two or three years. Wow. And then he fled to Spain and he actually died like a month ago in Spain. Wow. So that was my weirdest one because I was like, I was him in the dream. That? I don't even know what that would... That? Wow. That's... That's intense. So I used to have things like that, or like a dream I was in a plane crash, and then like one would be in the news. Um, just lots of weird stuff. Like, <laughs> I just had the strangest childhood. Oh my god. Yeah, you're not kidding. It sounds like you have a gift. It's funny though, because I, I think it's like, do you know like singers when they don't sing for a while, they, they kind of like need to practice and get the muscle back into use. I think that's sort of like the same thing because like, I could go like a year and nothing weird will happen and then maybe like be telling someone a story and then I start to talk about it and it's like it comes back. <laughs> and then you have to try and like forget about it because then all these weird things keep happening. Right, right. But yeah, I remember my auntie said one time, you could make money off of that. And I'm like, no. 
Why the weird. <clears throat> yeah, I mean. You don't want to profit off people's. <clears throat> no, I I I understand like psychics make money and whatever, but I, I'm thinking like if this is a gift that's everyone's born with, or maybe some people just have better access to it. Cause I think everybody can do it. I think it just depends on like how open you are, or maybe your your the part that does it in your brains, maybe just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, evolved than other people's, but um, I've I've seen a lot of bad things as well. Like it's n there's not a lot of good. Like I I used to always see people's like dark secrets. Oh. Um, <clears throat> there was one girl that I used to work with. Um, she came up to mine one night. I won't name her for. Obvious reasons. She probably doesn't even listen anyway. But I remember, she came up to my house and she brought three friends with her. And one of them was like actually like one of those spiritualist schools to try and learn how to like give people readings and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and my friend was like, "Oh, he can do that as well." And she's like, "Oh, did you go to learn it?" And I was like, "No, it's just like it's always been there." And. So I remember she was like holding the other girl's hand and she was like and I sat down and I had a bit of paper and I wrote like all this stuff down before she even started talking and as she was giving the other girl the reading like everything that I'd written down she mentioned cool. and my friend was like you're not going to believe this she's like but look at that bit of paper he wrote all that down before you even started talking and the girl was like how do you do that she's like do you not need to touch the people I was like no I was like, it kind of just like comes into my mind. She's like, I have to hold on to them to like feel their energy. She's like, I can't believe you you can just sit there and I'm like, I don't need to like touch the person. So my friend, the other girl was like, can you like give me a read? And I was like, no, I don't like to to do it with people that I sort of know in case I'm accused of like, oh, you, you must have told him that at some point or whatever. She's like, yeah, I understand that. She's like, but you know like nothing about my childhood. She's like, you only really know me from the time we've worked together. She's like, I've not told anybody like about my past. And I was like, well, I can try. <clears throat> so I ended up like describing where she lived when she was little, like the layout of the house. Um, I was like, I can see you standing in the kitchen and there's a wall out your backyard and I can see this ginger cat walking back and forward and she's like, oh my god, that is so true. And I was like, I was like, you used to have a friend. I was like, your best friend was a little boy. I said, you never really had many girlfriends when you were younger. It was your best friend was a little boy. She's like, uh-huh. I says, but you lived in a, an apartment at this time and his apartment was like straight across the road from yours but you used to play out your back garden. She's like, yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but like, do you know like the washing lines for hanging your clothes? Back in the olden days, you had like a, a wooden pole to hold up the, the rope so that the yeah. clothes wouldn't touch the ground. I was like, I can see you mucking around with one of them that falls and hits someone in the head. And he went running across the road screaming. I was like, and you were terrified you were going to get like in trouble for it. She's like, how do you know that? And I'm like, I can just see it. I was like, it's just like somebody's downloaded a video into my mind and I can just like search through it, zoom in, pause it, like look at it. I was like, it's just weird. It's hard to describe. 
I was like, and I can also see you sitting up the back of your garden. I was like, and there's a tree there that grows crab apples. I was like, but the weirdest thing is, I was like, I can see you sitting like torturing insects. <laughs> I was like, you're like pulling the wings off something. She's like, you are so right. She says, I used to sit up the back and I'd catch butterflies and pull the wings off them. She's like, I know it's bad. She's like, but I used to do that as a kid. So then it got to like when she was older and um, I knew she didn't have a good relationship with her mum at the time um, <clears throat> and I said you, you have this nightmare that you have all the time I was like someone's chasing you down an alleyway and you get to the end and it's like a dead end and he just pulls out a knife and you wake up I was like, now remember you used to go into your mum's room to tell her you'd had a nightmare and she'd just roll over and tell you to go back to bed? She's like, yeah. Because <clears throat> her mum wasn't with her dad anymore, but he was back then. And I was like, um, I'm just going to stop there because the next part I seen, I was like, I, I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, what do you mean? I says, I'm, oh, that's enough for like, just now. <clears throat> she's like, no, tell me, what do you see? And I'm like, I'm not telling you. She's like, please just tell me. I was like, well, I'll tell you. I was like, but I'm going to ask the other two to leave the room um, and I'll talk to you. So the other two girls went into my brother's room at the time because he was away out with his friends. <clears throat> and she says, so what did you see? I was like, your mum might have rolled over and told you to go back to bed and you were just dreaming. I was like, but about 20 minutes later, your dad would come through after you'd been into the room. I was like, um, and I think you know what I'm going to say next. Yeah, I can, I can get it. And she would just burst into tears. She was like, oh no one God. knows that apart from me and my dad. I've not even told my mum. She's like, how do you know that? I says, I don't know. I can just see it. I was like, I was like, so that's why you hold so much resentment towards your mum because you thought she should have noticed and she never. Oh my god. And she just sat and she sobbed and she sobbed. And see, because of that, she told her mum. And they but actually you, like... You gave her some peace of mind at that point. You gave her the courage to actually say something. Because I used to visit her house all the time. We'd all sit at the weekend and play like Sing Star and have a good old laugh. And her mum actually came up to me one night. I was up there and she was like, Oh, I'll need to cut her name out. <laughs> she was like, told me um, what had happened to her when she was younger. And she's like, and I just wanted to like, thank you for what you did. She's like, I don't think she would have told me otherwise. All right. And I just thought that was the craziest thing. You can do a lot of good to help people with this kind of gift. You can, and that's why I, I think... Feel, I feel like you could, though. Yeah, and that's why I would feel bad about taking money off somebody. Like, if you just sat down with somebody and was like, you were able to do something like that for them, why take money off them? Right. I just don't think you should, like, not abuse something like that, but, like, if you want to help someone genuinely, you don't, like, charge them for it. 
if that makes sense. But I know a lot of people make it into a career, and we've got a lot of famous psychics out there that do make a lot of money. Right. Um, and half the time it's just like, it's not even helping people, it's more, I can see your mum, she's passed, this is why she passed, and she's okay. Like, that's literally to the extent yeah, they go. Literally. It's not, it's not like helping people as such, but I don't know. It's been a while since I've done anything like that. I'm trying to avoid it. <laughs> But yeah, why, um, why avoid it though? Was I don't know why, but I always see the bad things. Like, always see bad things, and I don't know if you're meant to, but um, it's just sometimes. Because I think I think the reason you see bad things is because badly leave a bigger imprint on the person's body, on the person's energy that they give off. Maybe. All of those, all of those bad events that have happened to those people, it leaves a mark on them. And yeah, and, and I suppose if all you were seeing was good things, you aren't really going to help people, are you? Not at all. So I think this is why you can see the bad stuff because it leaves that big of an imprint on that person and you pick up on it you see it and then whether you want to confront them on it or not is up to you and you can help them if you do confront them on it yeah i suppose but um i think i've talked quite a lot so you got any more freaky stories i have a few <laughs> Um, so, still back at my parents' house, I moved out for a time, and then I came back. This was for a previous relationship. I moved in with my, my partner that I had, mm -hmm. and when we broke up, I moved back in with my parents. I lived in their basement because my other brother took my room. Nice. And so that was the only place I could live. So I took the basement. Um, things were going okay. I mean, nothing was really going on in the basement until I'd say maybe a month or two after I moved in there. Uh, lots of shadow figures in the basement for some reason. Every time I, I would I stay up late, like I'm a night owl, so I just stay up way past normal hours, mm -hmm. and I would see just shadows moving back and forth across the room, just every night. It was like they were just dancing across the room. They had nowhere to go, so they were just like almost like pacing back and forth. Like, like they were trying to get out but couldn't in a sense strange or, like or they were trying to scare me or something it didn't scare me really but like it was more of just a what what is happening here <laughs> like yeah. why are you guys pacing back and forth like but that continued for a very long time i'd say after a year that i've been living at my parents things got worse um, I got 
poked a lot. Just jabbed. Like, it almost felt like someone dug a finger in between my rib and just right. pushed. <clears throat> Every time I would wake up and I'd feel that and I would jump and wake up. Or things would sit at the t at the edge of my bed and just sit. And I'd feel the pressure. I'd see the blanket move down. And they would just sit. I had no idea what it was. It was probably some sort of wayward ghost, most likely. But it was just weird, random things like that that would happen. I wouldn't actually really see them. The things that were poking me and the things that were touching me and sitting on my bed, tugging at my blankets, like just random stuff like that. Until one night, I was going to bed as usual, and this thing, which I come to find out was a demon, came into my basement and proceeded to try and smother me. Really? I was, I was about to go to bed, I fell asleep for a short time until I woke up. I felt something on my neck. I was laying face down and it was pushing my head into my pillow. Fully, like immense pressure on my neck into my pillow. I couldn't breathe. I didn't know what was going on. I flailed, I was flailing until what happened next weirded me the fuck out, and I don't know what even happened, but I swung my hand, my left hand, I swung it around, and I hit it. And when I did, I got this big flash of this reddish-white light. And when I hit it, it flung, it flew across the room. And then it vanished, it, it went away. And I was so shocked at what happened. I called one of my friends who was spiritually sensitive and I called him and I was just like, what the fuck just happened to me? Like, I don't know what this was. And he pretty much was just like, you fought a demon. And that's, that's what happened. I guess I, pushed a demon that was trying to kill me, and I pushed it away. <clears throat> so when you swung your hand around, did you actually feel something? Like, was it like... Yes. So, what essentially I felt was a lot of heat. Right. A lot of heat in my hands and my arms at that point, and when I kind of snapped out of it i i was hot like i was sweating i was very sweaty for and it was cold in my basement like basements are usually cool mm -hmm. and I, I was i never sweated in my basement ever and i was just i was drenched i was sweating and my hands were really hot both of them were very hot like i was like they were throbbing and they were hot and I still, to this day, have no idea what that was. So the youth, so the youth felt like the presence that was like basically attacking you was generating the heat. 
or do you think your body generated the heat as like a way? From what I was told was that for a little backstory, people give off energy. Mm -hmm. People can transmit and exchange energy between people, things, objects. So what he surmises from all of this was that I just built up a lot of energy in that hand and I pretty much blasted it. Yeah, used it. And I haven't been able to do it since. Like, I even tried. I was like, I tried to reenact the whole thing. And I couldn't do it. So I'm just very confused at why that moment I was able to do something like that. But I can't repeat it. Probably a is sort it, of fight or it, flight. Is it... That's what I. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to think of it in that. In that way, it's more of a fight or flight thing. I think my fight or flight instincts kicked in, and that's how it was handled. And did because it ever come I, back? No. It didn't come back. Jeez, I would have been like straight out in that basement and in the middle of the road. Um, I, yeah, I called my friend at the time, who ended up becoming my, my, my partner after that, after that incident. Um, he told me that it's rare to happen, in a sense. Like, that's rare for a demon to try and smother you in your sleep. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's rare to fight one off in that manner. Usually you just smudge and you bless your home, you, you know, you put salt down and all of that, all, all the, the classic stuff. But he was just like, the way you did it was entirely different. <clears throat> just, I'm still baffled at it. That's like one of the things that keeps me up at night most of the time. It's like, how did I do that? It's very strange because... Even, like, Hollywood sort of gets it right sometimes, like, demons don't tend to, like, physically attack people. Like, it's normally, like, a build-up, and they, they normally have, like, more of a mental of attack a on people. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a psychological thing, and then they feed off the fear that they cause. Yeah, and I know the movies have, like, people levitating and, like, getting thrown against yeah. walls and stuff, but, like, when you listen to people's experiences, and, like, you watch these shows where, like, course like possessions and stuff they seem to be quite violent but it's very rare like somebody reports that they were like being physically hurt by yeah. something that's what, I, that's what i also was confused about is that i i was pinned being suffocated by this entity smothered in my pillow so i very confused as to how usually most of the time these things don't touch you they cause a lot of fear and a lot of mental mental strain and they feed off of that negative energy that is caused by the fear and mm. then the arguments that happen and the aggression that comes out of it due to being scared and due to being mentally exhausted and they feed off of that they don't usually come at you and 
try and smother you in your bed. Definitely scary. <laughs> be like taking. I was terrified. I didn't sleep for a couple. Nights. Yeah, I can imagine. Especially I, since I it's like it. things you can't see, and you think that, like, when I close my eyes tonight, is it going to come back? Am I going to like wake up again, That's not being able to what breathe? But I was afraid of it was going to come back. <clears throat> I've so never had, had anything to, like that. I had to bless my basement. <clears throat> smudge it. I had to get a lot of sage. I smudged it. Um, I have had something hit my arm before. Um, but that's it. And the weird thing was, it's it's when I shared a room with my little brother. Um, so I had the top bunk and he had the uh, the the bottom bunk. <clears throat> and obviously, like you have wood that comes up beyond like your body, so you don't roll off the top. Yeah. And I remember I used to sleep against the the wooden part, um, because it was always like cold. Yeah. And I remember one night, I just felt like something punched the top of my arm, like, just below the shoulder, and I was like, what the hell was that? Like, how could something hit my arm? There's a piece of wood in front of it. And I was terrified. Oh my God. Like, I actually went down to my brother's bunk, tried to wake him, and he would not wake up. Like, I was, like, slapping his face, shaking him, and it was like he was dead to the world. Coma. Just would not wake up. So I ended up like crawling in bed next to him and next minute I could just feel the covers like slowly being tugged from the bottom of the bed. And I'm like elbowing my brother saying, wake up, wake up, like I'm scared, wake up. And I actually had to like grip them and fully like squeeze them against my chest to stop them from being pulled off. Oh my God. And after like a minute or so, it stopped. And I almost hit myself in the face because I was pulling up so hard. Then it was like when it let go, my arms like shot up the way because I was like pulling up with like so much pressure. I like I almost hit myself in the face. And then my brother woke up and he's like, what are you doing in my bed? And I was like, something just hit me and like tried to take the covers. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, get back to your own bed. And oh I had to go God. back up to my bunk. But he, didn't like, wait, he didn't wake up that whole time. <clears throat> no. And it's happened twice. It's happened twice because when we moved out of that house, um, we had to use my bedroom at the time because I got my own. When we were younger, this the third bedroom used to be like a toy room. And me and my brother shared the other bedroom. Then as obviously I got older, we wanted our own room. So the, what we used to use to just play in got turned into my bedroom. And then we each had our own bedrooms. So when we were moving house, we had everything packed up. And I was back in the bedroom with my brother, but obviously separate beds. And all the storage and the boxes were in what used to be my bedroom. And I remember one night, um, I could just hear like someone walking up and down the hall constantly. Up and down the hallway. And I could hear these footsteps like walking really slow. And I'm like... My goodness, there's like something out there. And again, I tried to wake him up and I was like literally full force slapping him. I'm surprised he never bruised, but he just would not wake up. And it's weird. It's like, how do they have this ability to keep people asleep and only like terrorize one person? You like, see, I have no idea how that even happens because 
I've never, I've never seen, I've never seen that kind of incident happen. Like, I mean, you'll see it in movies, but I've never personally experienced something like that, where the per other person that's with you next to you is dead asleep, and when these events are happening, you try and wake them up, and they just don't until the event is over. It's strange. It's like they have this power to keep someone in a deep sleep. Yeah, it's like they're blocking them from being able to wake up. Innocent. Yeah. And then when it all stops, they're like, what are you doing? And they wake up straight away and you're like, could you not have woken up like five minutes ago when I was being tortured by this invisible thing? Literally. I agree. That's so weird. I, I, I can't explain that. I really can't. But yeah, that whole being smothered thing, that would just... I would be scared for so long. I think that was the freakiest thing that has ever happened to me. And at least it's never came back. It never came back? Just other things. Have you had so any, I, anything else? I ended, up, I ended up moving to the apartment I'm in now. Mm -hmm. And things have happened quite a lot. When me and my ex lived here, back when he lived here with me, um, we've had a bunch of weird events happen that I can't really explain. Like we were watching TV in our in our living room. And the kitchen is right next to the living room, and we can clearly see the kitchen. Yep. We would sit and watch TV, eat our dinner, you know, talk about our days and stuff like that. And one night, the kitchen chair slides across the room very slightly. It moves. You could hear it. It was like, eh, mm -hmm. eh. And we both looked at each other and were just like, you saw that, right? Like, you heard it, you saw it, and we both were like, yeah, we did. We just witnessed that. What What was that? And then after the chair moved, something fell off the top of the fridge. That was clearly smack in the middle of the fridge. So there was no way something could have just, like, a gust of wind or something, or... Like a, a rumble, like somebody walking on in the next room could have like bumped it off. It was flat in the middle of the fridge and it just fell off. And I still, to, I can't, I don't know what it was that did that, but all I know is my chair moved from one end to the other. <laughs> and I can't explain it. And then... Things just kept progressing after that. Um, my lights would get turned on and off. I would, I had a, I had a security camera back before it broke, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, I would catch things moving in my apartment. It would take stills of like motion that is happening. And I would see hands touching the light switches or a leg behind one of the doors and stuff like that. Um, if I find the photos, I, I'll send them to you. Because I have well, them somewhere. That's creepy. I have, I have one specifically of a hand 
touching my light switch. And my ex was not home, and I was not home either. And my phone, the camera, sent a picture to my phone saying, there's movement in your apartment. There's someone in your apartment. So I looked, and I'm like, there's no one here. And then when I zoomed in, there was a hand on my light switch. You can clearly see it going to turn it off because my kitchen, my, no, not my kitchen, my bathroom light was on and they were going to turn it off. Strange, it's not even like you can say, well, I'm getting out of that apartment because it just it happens everywhere you go. It happens anywhere I go. It's like they must just be drawn to certain people, like... I feel like once you open yourself up to it, there's really no blocking it out. It follows you no matter what. It's true, because in this apartment that I'm in just now, it's been it's relatively been quiet. Like, I've not had any weird things happen here. <clears throat> but, like, I kid you not, as soon as I started, like, looking into all this paranormal stuff, the podcast, and I was sitting one night... And I had a towel over the top of the living room door and it was just like drying because it ran out in like radiator space. <clears throat> the door stays open if you open it. And I was just sitting like, I think I was playing the game and I just like out the corner of my eye just seen something move and I actually turned round. And I seen the door like go from fully open, just at like a normal speed and like close. And the only reason it didn't slam shut is because the towel at the top was obviously blocking the door from completely closing and I was like, oh my goodness, is this all I'm going to get now because I'm starting to like talk about all this stuff again? Is it going to like, (laughs) going to end up like stuff moving all over again because I've basically like opened up my mind again? Right. I feel like things, once you open up your understanding and your mind to the supernatural it finds you i feel like it's like almost like you're saying yes to things coming and messing with your stuff and poking at you and sending you weird messages like earlier today actually something happens really uh i my my cousin is here visiting and he went to go to the bathroom to brush mm-hmm. his teeth or something and i was getting changed in my room and then all of a sudden one of my lights on my lamp i have a lamp that has like three lights on it one of them started blinking just blinking and it i am not 100 percent certain but i'm pretty sure it was morse code That's strange and then as soon as my cousin came back into the room, it stopped. And it has not blinked since. Yeah, it'd be different if it was still blinking after it. Like, you might think, yeah. my god, <clears throat> I've got I, a dodgy swear, build, but... <laughs> you, it has not. it has not blinked since. That is strange. I, I don't understand what it was. I tried looking up what it could possibly be, like faulty light switch or something. One of the one of the circuits in there is all fudged, but it, it hasn't blinked since. It just and makes that... you wonder if it's like the same entity all the time or if it's just like transient ones passing through. I feel like 
since I live in an apartment complex and these are have I'm pretty sure these were built back in the 70s there have been thousands of people that have come through here and I'm sure some of them have died in these buildings most likely so that could be a possibility that we're getting the dead just not being able to accept that they're dead because I've had a woman visit me multiple times but just look out my windowsill and try and talk to me it would always appear in a dream it was never like I could physically just like I'm awake and I see them mm -hmm. it was in a dream it was always the same woman she would look out the window ask me a weird random question like do you like the view or the view is changed or something along the lines of how did I get here and every time I'd, I'd be like I think you're dead <laughs> I something is telling me that you are no longer living yeah, sorry to break the news, but um, you died. She would, she would always be like, oh, okay. And then it would, boom, I'd wake up. Strange, especially and when it's I, the same person all the time. It was the same woman, and she had this, like, nightgown on. So I don't exactly know if she was from this time. Maybe it was a previous time period. But it was the same woman. She had nice, curly, long brown hair. She always had it nicely done. It was big and wavy. And she was very, very pretty woman, too. Like, she had very fair skin. She had very lean face. I couldn't really see her eyes, but just makes you wonder because she asks because she'd say something like oh the views changed maybe she was there at a time where there maybe wasn't like certain buildings there or like yeah. the road has changed or like there was maybe a field before <clears throat> just makes you wonder and was she like in the dream just like a normal person she wasn't like a ghost it was like she was just there it appeared as though she was just a random woman in my room looking out my window like she lived here but she didn't appear to be from my yeah time. and she didn't recognize anything she didn't recognize a lot of things she was just always like it always had to be something about the view in the window or Sometimes she even commented on my room. It happened three nights in a row that this happened. It was always, it was one after the other. One night she came, the next night she came, and then the next night. And after the third night, she stopped. I haven't seen that woman since. Maybe she realized <laughs> I'm, I, I I'm not meant so. to be here. I hope I, <laughs> I, hope I, I, I hope I helped her pass on. Did you ever look into what was there before they built the apartment complex? I should, to be honest. 
I should see what this this area was. I have one weird story where I used to work in my friend's mum's store. So she had a baby store that sold like everything baby stuff. Cribs, oh. furniture, clothing, um, buggies and pushchairs and stuff like that. <clears throat> and I used to work like downstairs and it, the building used to be a pool hall. And then obviously she changed it into like a store. So modern modern wise people used to go there and play like pool and snooker and stuff. But it was like a really old building and it was right at the coast and like the beach was literally just across the road. <clears throat> and I remember I was like downstairs working away and I could just see like these do you know like when it's really hot you get like heat waves? Yeah, it's almost like hot flashes. Yeah, it was like the air was the air was like distorted and I couldn't see things like it was like th there was waves in the air. Mm -hmm. And it came rushing towards me and I honestly felt like I was like choking on water. Oh. And it, it lasted like 10 seconds like I was getting pretty worried because I was like I felt like I just couldn't breathe and there was like water in my throat and then I just was not getting any air. I just felt like I was being drowned. And this is the same girl that was there when, like, the bottle of drink smashed in the, the shop. <laughs> oh my god. So it's, it's still her. <laughs> wow. And I went upstairs and I was like, you're never going to believe what just happened. I was like, I just felt like I was being drowned downstairs. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, this, like, weird thing came shooting towards me and it hit me. And I just felt like I was, like, underwater and I couldn't breathe. Just like, that's strange. So we were sitting on the computer googling like what that area used to be. And it turned out that that building was Scotland's first waterworks that used to take water from the ocean and take the salt out of it. Wow. And, and turn it into drinking water. And one of the workers, a young girl, drowned there. Oh my god. Wow. So she actually died on the job. She drowned. Oh my god. And I was like, well, she just tried to drown me. <laughs> oh my lord. It's just so strange. I wonder if she was just trying to tell you about what happened to her. Maybe, yeah. Could have just been... Because I've, I've seen and heard a lot of people who have died tragically, they're apparition tends to try and tell people and show people what happened in a sense yeah maybe she was like mike this guy can actually see me or hear me i'm just gonna let him know like what happened to me yeah i'll just drown that him could... for 10 seconds <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but yeah it's a strange world that we live in have you ever heard of the man in the top hat? No. Um, Is it like a universal thing? Like He's an urban legend. Oh, and I've never heard of him. This, this entity, he always wears, he's a very tall man who wears a top hat. Right. And he goes into people's rooms and gives them immense, fearful, painful nightmares. It sounds like a so, hoot. Speaking of that, one night, my 
X and I were sleeping, and he all of a sudden woke up out of a dead sleep, grabbed my arm, squeezed it, and started screaming. I'm not kidding you. He was screaming like bloody murder. And I woke up. I shot up, and I'm like, what's wrong? What is happening? Like, are you okay? Like, what is happening? And he literally pointed. He pointed right in front of him. And next thing I look at is a man in a top hat standing at the foot of the bed. Wow. I... I... I can't explain it, but... The amount of pain in his voice literally gave me bone shivers like i was i was terrified and next thing you know he went poof he's gone like i looked away and he was gone <clears throat> so did your partner tell you like if he had like a really horrible dream and that's what caused him to wake up i asked him what was happening and he said he was chasing me in my dream he was hurting me oh my god and I was like, him? I was like, who's he? He was like, the man that you just saw. And I was like, no. I was like, no, you're, no. <laughs> I've never like, heard no. of him before. I'll need to Google him, the man in the top hat. I'll send you a screenshot. <clears throat> I remember as well, because like, I believe that dreams are the astral world, so you you leave your body and you go somewhere else. Whether it's like your brain reinvents this world, but it like slightly alters it a bit, so you can maybe run on water or you can fly. I think it's just like another version of reality, but in your head. And I remember one of my exes was complaining, he was having terrible nightmares, waking up and this dark figure would start off at like his bedroom door and it would get closer and closer and closer to his bed and try and grab him and then he would wake up and it was like a dark figure. And I said to him, I was like, next time that happens, try this. I was like, think of me. Because I used to, people used to say that you can call upon people in your dreams. So if you dream of someone, that means you've asked them to come into your dream. Um, yes. So I was like, next time it happens, I was like, think of me in your dream. Because he says that it was like a, a lucid dream. He was able to know that it was happening. And the fear that he felt, it was like, it wasn't like I was waking up and remembering the dream. He's like, it's, it's like I was there and it was happening. I was like, well, next time it happens, I was like, just think of me. And we'll see what happens. Like, I, I want to try this. So it was like, a couple of weeks later, I ended up having this dream. <laughs> I was in his room and I was watching him sleep in the dream and he woke up and he was like, he's here, there he's there and pointed to the door. I'm getting shivers thinking about it. And I looked at the door and there was this like dark figure. It wasn't like a man figure. It was more like a creature. Yeah. It was like really spindly and like really thin, hunched over. Um, didn't appear like human-ish, more like creature-ish. And I remember it was like slowly edging towards us and I just like put my hand out and I was like, you're not welcome here, go away. 
And it was like this like sort of like white light just like filled the room and then I woke up and I remember the next day I said to him I was like did you have did you dream about that thing last night and he's like how do you know and I was like because I dreamt about it as well oh my god that's happened to me too he was like oh my god you were in my dream he says you had the same dream he says I, he says, I thought about you in the dream he says I thought it was just like me my memory of you being in the dream he's like but you were actually in it I was like I had the exact same dream I was like I was there with you in the same dream and he's like that is so freaky and then after that he never had it again that's amazing that because that, I've had similar experiences like that myself it was between me and my my ex he would have a dream and he would essentially quote-unquote call on me and I would have the same dream as him it would be something along the lines of he was being chased by something he calls on me I chase it away something simple like that and it would always be something along those lines something is after him he calls me or vice versa it would even happen to me I was having trouble in a dream I would call upon him he would come and then we'd wake up and be like, did we just have the same dream? And yes, we did. <laughs> it lends a whole I, new view on the dream world. I, I can't explain it. Like, I can't explain that kind of stuff because there's not enough research on it. Nobody really wants to dabble in these kinds of things. But how do you explain two people having the same dream and having... The person next to them in that dream dreaming it as well <clears throat> because that's yeah i truly exactly. believe that um dreams are just the astral realm and there's that's all different there's that's all exactly what i'm thinking as well there's all different levels you have like spiritual astral realms where you go there and it's just like weird floaty clouds but I think to some extent our dreams, our minds create like a space within the astral realm and that's like when I'm saying it can either like mimic this world but it could be slightly different because you can fly in the dream or you can like walk through walls. It's literally just your brain recreating reality in right. a different space and so I think when two people have the same dream and you, you remember physically like calling upon them, you're literally bringing their energy or their like spirit into your space that you've created for help right. or whatever reason that's what i truly think right it's just strange there's not enough like work goes into figuring all this stuff out but it's just like stuff that i've learned throughout the years and i've even learned if you can like astral project you can you can do harm to people in that realm as well so there's actually like a there's there's like a white there's like a white house and a black house and like the people that are part of like the black house they they can like astral project go into an area call upon someone they don't like and they could maybe like put their hand into their stomach their spiritual body and twist it oh. and that will then like when they wake up it's affected their physical body and it can make them sick or get very ill and you can also do the opposite which is what the people in the white house do they can call upon people and help heal someone's astral body because apparently that heals first and then if 
moves on and affects the body. Right, right. It just lends credence to the fact that we're all just like energetic beings experiencing a physical reality. And that like exactly. our our part that lives on after we leave our bodies, I think it's real. Definitely. I believe it. I've seen too much stuff to not believe it. Yeah. It's like when I've people say to much. me, like, oh, I don't believe anything happens when you die, you just get buried or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, no. I was like, I just wish you could have seen some of the things I've seen. Like, it's not the end. It's definitely not the end. There's something else going on. It might not be heaven and hell. There might not be a supreme being in the sky, but there is something. Yeah, I think religion has sort of coined that experience where when your energetic body leaves and goes somewhere else, they've kind of just labeled that as heaven and afterlife. That's that's exactly what I kind of tried to compare it to, but I wouldn't exactly say it's heaven or hell. It's just a different space. Yeah, a different form of existence. Yeah. Whether it's reincarnation or you're just traveling the cosmos, <laughs> whatever, whatever it could be, there is I something. Know. There is something after. Well, I there's think. a lot. There's a lot of people believe that Earth is just like a reality where you come to train and learn, kind of just like a school. And then when you've learned enough, your soul matures, and you 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 can stop coming back after a time. Right. right. And then you just get to exist as, I don't know, maybe, it's, I don't know what, what, where it goes after that, but. I couldn't tell you either. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I think don't it, I don't think it just stops, that's for sure. Right, absolutely. Well, thanks again for listening to this podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it interesting to sit and hear Brad's stories, especially that one about almost being suffocated in his sleep. Very scary. Anyway, if you enjoyed the podcast, please like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, and I'll see you again next week. Until then, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>